Thanks for hanging out with us in our podcast today. No problem. <laughs> All right. Have you ever connected with your shadow self? Do you know this is a real thing? Real thing. Shadow self. And also, if I gave you a gratitude dare right now, who would you call? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. We're going deep. Deep, 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 deep. To get it going, the opposite. How dumb has your phone made you? Okay. There's a test. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Well, you're right, Nira. Our phones are making us dumb. I knew it. We've been saying this forever. I was on my phone, wasn't paying attention, but you were right. Mm-hmm. Our phones are making us dumb. We don't retain information because we don't need to anymore. anymore. Whoa, Jinx. <laughs> you owe me a coffee. A Coke. A Coke. Sure, whatever. I'll take anything at this point. One of the things that our phone is making us really quite dumb about is how to pronounce words. Because we text people so much. Yes. There's spell check. We don't really talk to people in person that much anymore. Intimate conversations. So the official list is out of the most mispronounced words. And they're blaming our phone. And I'm going to test you. The most mispronounced words? Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to give you a few. You know the little berry? It's spelled A-C-A-I. Asai? How do you say it? Is it the acai berry? The yeah. one that they like Brookside does the chocolates with them? Yeah, yes. Oh, I love those from Costco. <laughs> so good. Um, I, oh. Okay, is it acai or is it acai? Oh, shoot. Um, I know. I say, I probably, I, but I've always said I think I say it wrong. Okay, that's I, good. I, I say acai. That is wrong. It's acai? Yeah. Okay. And I, acai. I, but you can't, that's, it's a little bit different. That's a tricky one. Okay, here's another like, one. Like, it's something like vacuum. Come on. Yeah, okay, okay, Ask here we go. Spell vacuum. Okay, here's the other one, here's the other one. Sorry, okay. we started hard, here we go. Arctic. Is it Arctic or is it Arctic? I've always said Arctic. You're correct. Oh my God, this is ridiculous. Dude, a lot of people say Arctic. Like, I'm going to the Arctic, Antarctica. It's Arctic. Ar- well, Antarctica is different. Arctic. People say Arctic? Arctic. But don't they have spell check? <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay, they, they say it wrong. Okay, Arctic. People don't say the C, but mm. the C is correct. Okay. So Arctic. I don't even know the other word that you're saying. Arctic. You've yeah, never don't... heard someone say Arctic? Uh, okay, people don't talk fine. anymore, remember? This is true. <laughs> I don't even know. Okay, here's a classic. These are the most mispronounced words. Is it either or is it either? I say either. You say either? I know. I say either, but sometimes I say either, but no, I think I usually say either. Well, it's tricky because you can ironically use either of the ways, but either is the right way to pronounce it. Either. Yeah. Either, neither, neither. Do you say neither? Do you say neither? It would be the same then, right? It would be, the answer must be neither. neither. Yeah. Neither, nor, neither, nor. Neither what are you, you in the twenties? <laughs> neither, nor, neither, nor. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Science. Science has an answer as to why we may be afraid of clowns. Oh, a God. study. A study was done, and scientists have been working on it. They figured it out. And the word when you're afraid of clowns is known as coulophobia. Coulophobia. You've said it differently twice. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. That in itself is frightening. 
Coolophobia. I swear to God, that was a different time. That was a different. That's three times different in a row. Anyway, coolophobia. Coolophobia. Cool. Are you saying cool? Coolophobia. Okay, nothing about clowns is cool. <laughs> nothing. Okay, you're not alone because I can sense from your facial reaction <laughs> and your tone that Holly, you are afraid of clowns. Absolutely cannot stand them. Okay, and according to Terrifying. all their new research, the new study, scientists say over half of us. Over half of us have some kind of a fear of a clown to some degree. So you're not alone. This is a very high percentage of the population. Obviously, that sounds low. 54% of us have a slight fear of clowns. Now, I, Nira, I don't know if I do or if I don't. Like, I don't freak out when I see a clown. But it's not that they make me feel good either. I'm not excited either. Okay, wait. Do you get turned on when you see a clown? God, no! Okay, hey, no, that... Because the more scared you are, the more you get turned on. No. That's real! No. But Pennywise right there. Like, that That really freaks me out. And we have four of us here. I want to know who, who's actually afraid of clowns. We have our producer, Darren, our producer, Scott. So Holly is afraid of clowns. 100%. Me, Nira, I'm, like, not into it, but I don't think I'm scared either. <laughs> And Scott, you? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't. I've never got the fear of clowns thing. Never. I don't find them scary. No. Okay. And Darren? Well, I haven't really thought about this in years, so I don't think I'm afraid of clowns. But now that you say it, I had a recurring dream as a child that Ronald McDonald was uh, downstairs in my house <laughs> always, and he wouldn't let me get into the kitchen. Okay. See, that is kind of, yeah, there's a subconscious fear there. Yeah. It's 100%. Okay. Now, there's reasons why we have these fears. According to scientists, hidden emotional signals, meaning their makeup makes them impossible to read. Yes. You can't tell. Are they happy? Are they angry? Are they about to murder you? It's C. They're about to kill you. <laughs> okay. Every time. I can't stand the smiley, the painted smiley. Yes. It's two and the weird nose. No. Hidden emotional signals. Oh. Our human brains cannot handle that. And those like diamond eyes when they paint the di- No, no. It's so scary, dude. Mm-hmm. I can't handle it. Negative portrayals in the media. For example, movies like It have taught us, and maybe the Terrifier, hello, have taught us to be afraid of them. Oh, yes. Oh, God. Oh, that doesn't make you scared at all, Scott? I mean, the clown thing doesn't have anything to do with it. Like, the guy, Pennywise is scary, but he would be just as scary if, it, like, the clown doesn't make it more scary. What? Like, he's scary because he's a murderer. Right. Like, he's okay, a, no. You know. I'm not scared of clowns, but that, he, it, that clown thing of him, that did freak me out. Yeah. And that movie created fears of clowns. So clearly there was an association there. Definitely. Yeah, I, I see that. Because people are saying like it was things like that movie. It it created fears in people about clowns. You know how you can tell if someone's afraid of clowns? They freak out? No, just one question you have to ask them. What? Would you date a clown? I would No. I don't. Would you date a clown? No. That doesn't mean they're scared of clowns. You go on a date, he's awesome, and he's like, yeah, I've got this side hustle I do. No. I'm a clown. No. No. Could you date him? No, but that's for different reasons, not because I'm scared of clowns. Jealous of his makeup? <laughs> yeah, totally, because the makeup is good. If they're better at makeup, that means not yeah. okay. Out. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Okay, so if I gave you a gratitude dare right now, who would you call? Okay, this is something 
that was going completely viral a couple of days ago and yesterday. Uh, this boy, he was dared to call his dad and be grateful for his dad. And this is what went down. Oh, okay. Hold on. Here we go. Truth or dare? Dare. I dare you to call your dad and tell him you're thankful for him. All right, I got you. Hello. What's going on? I just wanted to tell you I'm thankful for you. Why, did you? Why are you doing that? Because you, you do a lot for me and I never give anything in return. Well, you just made my day. Thank you for the call, man. Yeah. Well, I'll see you tonight. All love right. You. Love you. Bye. Oh, my God. Isn't that so cute? Oh, my it's, God. That makes me want to cry. But it's, it's, it's funny because the dare was call your dad and be grateful. That is now considered a dare. <laughs> okay? But the point is, it was such a sweet call, and it was just so absolutely adorable. Oh, my God. And his dad was like, well, why are you doing that? And he sounds like he's like really cool teenager phase, which right? would mean even more. Uh, obviously. Times a thousand. Obviously. Aw. And to hear... I'm so grateful. Thank you for everything you do. I love his dad's like, what did you do? That's my ex- <laughs> I would have the same reaction. I'd be like, are you in jail? What What's you, happening? What do you need to tell me? What? How much money do you need? Yeah. What's going on? You know, I'm here for you, but seriously, yeah, tell me the what truth. Did you do? You'll, you'll be in way less trouble if yeah. you tell me the truth. A hundred percent. It's kind of screwed up that like we need the truth or dare to like I know. I call know. someone and say thank you. But also I know. the fact that it's happening is amazing. It's beautiful. It's so it, beautiful. But it was a dare, yeah. but still he said it seriously to his dad. It was yeah. so kind and cute about it. Who? It wasn't like laughing he's like yeah dad like thanks so much so much again i'd be like for everything you do do. it's so sweet so who who would you exactly now if i gave you the gratitude dare Mm. who would you call who would you right now if i was like you have to call somebody and give a gratitude dare i'd call my mom oh she's going there i would Mm, i would i would man my mom i didn't say thank you enough I okay. still don't. Okay. Fully take her advantage of her. I I, I do. <laughs> I take advantage of her, and I you take I, advantage I, of her. You take her for granted. There's a I big take, uh, Sorry, sorry. Yes, I take her for granted. There we go. I'm I, like, don't I don't take advantage of her. I don't no, think no, you're no, taking no. advantage of no, your no. Mom. I definitely take her for granted. You do. Yeah. Okay. I think most kids take their parents for granted, don't they? I don't know. She, you know, she raised us like single mom. Yes. She worked her butt off to yes. make us like, you know, three girls. Like yeah. my dad died when I was eight. Yeah, yeah. She was left like, like, like no money. Mm-hmm. Like no, she didn't have a job when my dad died. Like right. it was, it was to say that she went through a lot is, you know, to put it lightly. Okay. So hundred percent. You would give her the yeah. gratitude call right now. Yeah, Good. I should. Nice. Oh, well, now you're making me feel guilty. That you haven't called her? I will after the show. <laughs> Call her right now. I'm not doing it live. <laughs> I do it right now. No chance. Holly and Nira. And now, The Biz with Nira. Trouble in Paradise for The Bachelor, or should I say Trouble in Bachelor Paradise? The drama continues <laughs> next week on The Bachelor. Rumors of who could be saving it. That's today's top biz story. I don't know if you saw, but The Bachelor is currently suffering through its least watched season in its history, and the numbers are giantly, significantly dropping. Oh, yeah. I, I, Holly, proud member of Batch Nation, can't even watch. Yeah, that's the season of The Bachelor is so bad. That I didn't even know that this season was on because normally I exactly. rely on you. I know to talk about it. I'm not giving up on the show. Oh no, no, no! I just don't like the dude they picked for The Bachelor. He's so boring. Okay, they could not have picked. They should have picked this piece of paper in front of me here. Yeah, more, way more personality than the paper. Yeah. No, the paper has more than, this than dude. the dude. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> He's dull. 
<laughs> anyway. All right. Well, I don't even know how to compare a person to a piece of paper, but no. thank you. Um, some of the things that have come up because people have been asking, why is there such a significant drop? What is, what's the reason? Uh, people are sick of the same vanilla-looking, vanilla-sounding white male lead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He's is. so boring. And, is, and also... And they're sick of couples breaking up pretty much as soon as the camera stopped rolling. Yep. And now people are like, wait, is this like scripted nonsense? <laughs> God, please tell me you know that it's scripted nonsense. Please. I stopped watching the show about seven, eight years ago. Yeah. Because it was so bad. My husband always says to me, like, I will allow you, not allow you. I will entertain you watching The Bachelor and Bachelorette and yes. Bachelor in Paradise, Bip. As long as you know this isn't real, right? <laughs> like, he checks in from time to time. I'm like, I'm God, I know this isn't real. He's like, okay. okay. You, know, you know it's scripted reality. You know it's fake, so right? So messed up. <laughs> All right. And uh, who are they thinking could save the Bachelor universe? Will Chris Harrison accept an upcoming rose from his former employer? <laughs> this season on The Bachelor. Will he? Yeah. Uh, this, is the re- this is the most recent of gossip news when it comes to Batch Nation. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Did mm-hmm. I say that correct? Yeah, you said good. Being very careful with how I word this. You're very good. sensitive about the subject. <laughs> uh, but there is a Chris Harrison issue. Uh, he was let go by executives after he mishandled a race-based controversy a couple years ago. And uh, But they think he could be the one. He could yep. be the one to save this from counseling because people may want him back. He was like weirdly like the glue of the show. Mm, so, Big time. So strange. And he was there it? forever and like, yeah. Okay. I think he would be great if he could come back, if he's yeah. done the work. Yeah. It'd be cool, but we need like way more representation on the show. Okay. I like I said, I haven't seen it in years. Is yeah. it is it multicultural? It's better. Better? Representation? Yeah, better. Okay. Better. All right. Uh, a so-called royal expert says that Meghan Markle had the shock of her life when she found out that Prince Harry doesn't have very much money. <laughs> because she claims she doesn't know anything about the royal family, but right. she did assume that if you are a prince, you are loaded. Mm. And she didn't realize that he's not loaded. He's not loaded. He's loaded while he's part of the establishment. Mm-hmm. While he's part of the system... He's loaded, but not loaded. He's part of the system, so he's lo- like protected. Protected. That's a great in way the to sense of it. everything's taken care of yeah. for him. Security. But if, and all but that if stuff. he walks away, he doesn't yeah. walk away with hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Is what she thought that they were going to have. Oh boy! But he walks away essentially with nothing. King Charles is the one who get who gives him money, gives him an allowance mm. because it's his dad. And he's like, I, I want him to have like a good life. But Prince Harry doesn't have money. It's like how I always used to think the president of the United States was like loaded. They made tons of money a year. They don't. No. They make like a pretty like normal I mean, salary. Above average. Like two hundred and fifty thousand a year. I or don't something. think it's that much. I, I thought think it was less. I thought it was two fifty. Who cares? <laughs> well, you brought it up. <laughs> I'm, sure. I'm just saying, it's not like $5 million no, a year, I think right? they make, But everything is taken care of. They're protected. They're, they get to live in the White House. They have no expenses. How much do they make, Scott? They make $200,000 U.S. a year. And it's been the same way for 30 years. There we go. Okay, there you go. Thank you. So I was okay, a little fine. bit more great. Fine, you're right. I'm just saying. All right, okay. okay. <laughs> and is Tom Brady unretiring? No! <laughs> Tom Brady. After retiring for the second time and assuring us that it's final, there's <laughs> rumors circulating that Tom Brady is interested to return to the NFL. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? I was going to what about Tom Brady as the next Bachelor? But he's also like a white dude. <laughs> so it's like, nah, <laughs> never mind. You know what? Something. Though? People might be interested to watch, though. 
Oh, for sure. Right? They need like a celebrity. They keep just like, they have this little pot of people they keep fishing out of. It's so random. Ditch the pot. Get someone new. All right. I'm Nira and that's the biz. Catch up on more biz stories. Listen back anytime. 94.5 virginradio.ca. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Okay, Nira, I want to try something with you. Okay. And apparently it can replace coffee. Okay. It can replace coffee? The Vancouver Canucks do it. And I'm wondering, because we get up so early for this show, should we try it? It is legal. I googled. Okay, the fact that you had to say that and give the disclaimer, I'm slightly concerned. Two words. Hmm. Smelling salts. Sorry? Smelling salts. Smelling salts? Have you heard of them? No, I don't think so. You know in movies when someone like passes out? Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. Like, put something in front of their face? Yeah. And, oh, my God. And they wake up? They wake up instantaneously. Smelling salts. What? I was watching the Vancouver Canucks game the other night, uh-huh. being forced, and they won, which is a real fail. We're trying to lose so we can get good players. You know anyway. Stop. Just leave the guys alone. Kuzmenko, one of our players. Yeah. He's on the bench. He's like... <sighs> Okay. I'm like to my husband John, I'm like, what is happening behind the bench? He's like, Kuzmenko's like going off. I'm like, what is bro doing? He's like, oh, he's hitting the smelling salts. I'm like, what? Okay, what? Okay, I don't really understand. I've heard of smelling salts. I've seen them like in movies, like we just talked yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But they wake people up when they pass out or whatever. I've never I've, seen them in real life in my life. Okay, me neither. And I didn't even know they were allowed in sports. Apparently, after a certain amount of time of a hockey game, like, well, I don't know what it is, in the third period or whatever, you're allowed to bust out the smelling salts to like give yourself a little pep. Woo! What is smelling salts? I also Googled this, Nira. Yeah. Smelling salts are a pungent substance sniffed as a restorative in cases of faintness or headache. They're typically consisting of ammonia mixed with perfume. <laughs> so it's just, I mean, it's not, <laughs> wow, ammonia, straight ammonia mixed with perfume? Is this uh, something you can get addicted to? I Googled that as well. Uh-huh. They say no, but if you watch <laughs> Kuzmenko, I don't know, man. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Have you ever connected with your shadow self? And this is coming up because it was the full moon yesterday. So beautiful last night. So oh bright. my God, driving home. I could not believe it. It was so pretty. And it was so bright. Look All fake. night. All night long, it was bright. Ow. There's something that we were supposed to really be paying attention to with every full moon. They say full moons always shine a direct and activating light on our shadows. And it's a time to really have a moment with your shadows. And then I got thinking, what is your connection with your shadow? And it's something called your shadow self. When was the last time you talked to your shadow. Before you're like, okay, what is this? What are you on? <laughs> this is a real thing, apparently, okay? There are parts of yourself that you don't like. There are parts of yourself that you maybe even try to hide. Well, this is known as your shadow self. Okay. It's called the shadow and your own psychological projection. It's like the worst parts of you. It can be. That's where majority of people hide their unacceptable attributes. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, these are attributes that you don't like about other people. Like you project these attributes mm. about other people that you don't like, but you also know that you have them and you put them in your shadow self. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
It's called couch blaming. You've couched this blame. These are things that you don't want to work on. You know they exist, but you hide them in the deep darkness of your shadows. Okay, yep. It's your shadow self. There's a lot of psychologists and psychiatrists who have worked on this and it's all about personal power your independence and emotional sensitivity they say your shadow side is something that you're usually ashamed of and that lacks a lot of Mm self-awareness we all have shadow selves so when the moon comes around yeah so when the moon comes around you know they're like everyone's acting a bit strange Mm. well because of the gravitational force we're made up like 90 percent water in our bodies we no longer maybe possibly have control the moon is activating light onto the shadow self Mm. it forces you to possibly pay attention to something you don't want to pay attention to you're doing that internal struggle and then you're all confused on your behavior Mm. your shadow self yeah i got i got my shadow's uh dark heavy Oh, it's heavy and it's dark. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Screwed up. Has like are you are you saying you're it's always like that or you've been working on it or it was heavier and it's getting lighter? Like how's your shadow doing? How well, like what was the last time you connected with your shadow self because apparently like I said, psychologists and psychiatrists say we should be working on our shadow selves often. I am working with my therapist on a little bit of my shadow self. Mm-hmm. I have a major jealousy problem right now. Jealousy problem? Yeah. What's the other word for jealousy? Envy? Yeah. Both of those. Okay. Yeah. yeah. In like all crazy, like in all areas. Of your life? On. Yeah. Right now? Yeah. Where is this stemming from? How? I, thank you, therapist. I'm working on that. Did you always have this? Mm. Is you even hiding this in your shadows? Yeah, I think so. Oh, and it's been creeping out. Yes. Okay. It's oozing. It's it's leaking. There's leakage. Okay. Shadow is leaking. Okay. It's, it's unhealthy. And how long has this envy, jealousy, leakage uh, mm. been going on for? Um, hmm. Slowly for a while. Really, really intensely in the last two years. What kind of envy, jealousy are you feeling? You said it's in every direction. All kinds. What? Everything. Oh yeah, it's I'm. It's really like I thought I was screwed up before. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my. Okay. Whole another <laughs> jar of stuff happening. Okay. okay. Oh yeah. Well, maybe you yeah. can use that jar for the leakage. Okay, good. <laughs> Put it under the shadow and seal it up a little bit, and take that to your therapist. I'd like to seal it up forever. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Oh, single people, there's another new dating term. And it's all about the jar. Okay. The new dating term is called cookie jarring. (laughs) Cookie jarring. Cookie jarring. Cookie jarring is when someone is in a relationship, but they seek a relationship with someone else. But because they're in a relationship, they can't you know, seek the relationship with someone else. So they take that person who they like got a thing for, but they can't act on because they're in a relationship and they put them in the jar, in the cookie jar. For later, when you are single, you can reach into that cookie jar and be like, oh yeah, remember Brad? Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to call Brad because now I'm single. I don't know what Brad's doing, but he's in my cookie jar. Okay, he's in my cookie jar, but don't you eat from the cookie jar? Yeah, isn't that girl. the whole point? Yeah, get Brad. <laughs> so confused because isn't that whole thing like who took the cookie from the cookie jar? <laughs> right. Because the whole point is, right. You have a jar of cookies and it mm-hmm. sits there on the counter so you don't forget to eat the cookies. Isn't that the thing? It's like more okay. Think of cookie jarring in dating world like uh, it's like a backup plan. Okay. Like having a backup, but you can have a whole jar of backups. Okay. 
You and I are in a relationship. Dreams come true. I see. Wait, someone- am I the man? <laughs> well, I don't know. In this, in, in this example. Yeah, everything works these days. Who knows? It's true. We're in a relationship. Great. I see someone down the hallway. Someone new. Finally. No, someone's finally coming back to the workplace. Whoa. What? People? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I see someone down the hallway. I'm like, oh, hello, Kathy. Mm-hmm. But I'm in a relationship with Holly. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I take Kathy and I put her in a jar. Got it. And I call that my cookie jar. So what am I doing? How am I treating this any different? What am you're, I doing with you? Am I still like, am I slowly breaking up with you so I can get to my cookie jar? No, you're just, you're just, you're being smart and you have a backup <laughs> plan in case you and I right. don't work out. Okay. You're like, dang, now I'm single again. Remember Kathy? Oh okay. uh, yeah, Kathy. And then you call Kathy. Okay. Isn't this wrong? Why? Because then am I properly present in my relationship with you if I have a cookie jar? I think you're just being smart. Shouldn't you be my cookie? Wait, do you have a backup in real life? Well, I did. I had a bunch of them. Okay. And then what happened to them? Well, we passed, you know, like you're like, if if I don't meet anybody and I don't see anybody, and, you know, <laughs> right, if I don't, yeah, yeah. and by the time we're like 34, like we're yeah. going to be each other's, you know. Right. But all those expired. Right. So now what? I mean, well, I'm married and I have children. For now. So I'm good. Well. But I, I didn't know I was supposed to be cookie jarring it. If I'm cookie jarring it, then I'm not present. And am I working on my relationship with you? I'm just saying you never know how life's going to go, Nira. Okay. What if? Knock mm. on wood. You, your marriage ends. What if? Okay. And then you're like, now I've got nobody. Oh, right. But if you had a cookie jar, you could be like, I got Kathy. And what am I doing with my cookie jar? Does Kathy know she's in my cookie jar? Ooh, I don't think so. And do you know I have a cookie jar? Well, I do now. No, I haven't even started anything do yet. Do you have a cookie jar? No, no you don't. Man. You say you had one, but it's empty. So you have the jar, but it's empty. Yeah, I guess so. I, I don't even know. I, okay. I lost that jar a long time ago. Okay. I would just like to volunteer myself <laughs> for my cookie jar. Yes, please. Okay, got it. Holly and Nira. It's time for Holly and Nira's Snoop Loop. Oh, yeah, it's happening Friday, July 7th. Rogers Arena, Snoop Dogg, Wiz Khalifa, the high school reunion tour. A Friday night? It's a Friday night. Dude, Too Short and Warren G are going to be there as well. It's going to be amazing. Are you going to be able to regulate? Good job. Not bad. I was going to say, I'm going to look for you through the cloud. Okay, yes. We know. It's okay. Roll. We're looking okay, for caller number 25 to play with us. We got Holly and Nira's Snoop Loop. I was working on more Snoop jokes. I know. Okay. I can tell. Uh, Allie in North End, good morning. Good morning. You big Snoop fan? I am, yes. Did you Did you forget he's coming to town, bruh? Oh my gosh, here we go. Wow. <laughs> no, I just don't have the funds. <laughs> okay, so see? She didn't get it. Okay. Allie in North Van, she's right out. She's in critical thinking mode, okay? Okay, I'm sorry. We got to play the Snoop loop. You got to tell us the song, and you got these Beat the Street tickets to see Snoop Dogg, okay? Amazing, okay. Okay, take a listen. Back in the days, you was the girl I went to school with. Had to tell your mom to push the cool. Back in the days, you was the girl I went to school with. Had to tell your mom to push the cool. Okay, Allie, what song is that? That's Beautiful with Pharrell. And? And she got it. She got it! Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. I never win anything. Well, this is going to be the most fun show ever. Friday night, July 7th. Snoop Dogg, Wiz Khalifa, Warren G, Too Short. It's going to be so much fun. You'll be there. Allie. Oh my gosh. You're going. You better be thinking about your outfit, girl. I am. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Okay, we got a round of high school skills school. 
God. High school skills school because a brand new study just came out that said there is a giant list of life skills that we all should have learned in high school, but we actually didn't. should have learned in high school. Right. And now they're like, we should learn these things. We should know these things. Okay. How to open a bottle with a lighter. Uh, Life skill. (laughs) Learned it in high school. Think about something a little different here. Okay. But the list is so long, I'm just going to give you like a couple at a time, okay? Okay. Thank you. Maybe we'll bring this back again next week or in a few days. Okay. There's a list, like I said, and one of the things that's on this list is... How to calculate count? How to calculate compound interest? Pardon me. We should have learned <laughs> in high school how to calculate compound interest. How to understand also the concept of opportunity cost. Those are two things that are just life skills that we actually didn't really focus on that much in high school and should have really been taught to us because it's an essential life skill. Hmm. Do you know no. what compound interest is? No. Compound interest in simple words, okay? Compound interest is when you earn interest on both the money that you saved and then on top of that, the interest that you're earning. That's compound interest. Hmm. So for example, let's say you put $1,000 in your account, okay? At 1% annual interest. Oh my God, you've already lost me. <laughs> so let's say you earn then $10 in a year. All of a sudden, one year... That's my actual salary. I know, right? Shout out, virgin. I know. So (laughs) you now have $1,010. But compound interest means that now, for the next year, you're earning 1%, not on $1,000 anymore. You're now earning the interest on $1,010. Compound interest. Does that make sense? No, but that sounds great. Okay. What about opportunity cost? That's something they say we all should know about opportunity cost. We should have been focusing on this in high school and know the concept of opportunity cost. No. Opportunity cost is divine. Like, it's like in everyday life. All the time we should be doing opportunity cost. Opportunity cost is the value of the next best alternative when a decision is being made. What's the next best alternative? Okay? So when, if you're about to give up something for the next best alternative, how does that compare to what you're giving up? I'm so lost. This okay. is honestly giving me high school PTSD. Okay, for example, yeah. let me, let's say for example, you're standing in front of an elevator. You've hit the button. Okay, okay. I'm with you. You've hit the button. You're, you want to go down. You've hit the button. Mm-hmm. But you've been now waiting. Like something's going on with this elevator. You've now been waiting for three and a half minutes. Okay. So opportunity cost in that type of a situation would be okay. I've now already given three and a half minutes of my time waiting for this elevator. Right. There's the stairs. Ah. Do I now take the stairs as my alternative and it'll take me five minutes to go down these stairs or do I see if this elevator comes up in the next three and a half minutes versus taking the stairs, which will then take me five minutes or three and a half minutes that I've already given to waiting for the elevator. What is the opportunity cost in my life? What is my time worth? Wow. That's like an example of Dude, opportunity cost. I was cost. not anywhere near this level in high school. <laughs> that is- I'm still barely <laughs> understanding what you're saying. Holly and Nira.